0: She's me Girl, back my, 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 so Oi. Hey there, Oi. welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I have been really struggling lately and I think I've said that so many times to you guys here at times I feel like this world cannot be real and at times I feel scared that I'm stuck in some sort of purgatory or some sort of nightmare or maybe in a coma or something Um, I have been dramatically impacted by the pandemic in both good and bad ways. And I know that I have spoken here before about the number of advantages that it brought, the savings, the remote work, the realization that we don't need as much as we thought we did to live happily, and also the ability to focus on what's really truly important in life. And I have also spoken about the bad, you know, the impact on traveling, which for me was literally my main source of joy and mobility and the uncertainties, and most of all, the impact on relationships and on mental health. This pandemic has brought people together, but it has also dramatically torn people apart. It created division. It politicized things that are not political And it virtually resulted in breakups, sometimes without people even knowing that that was the reason. I was basically ghosted, in a way, by my best friend this year. And I don't even really know why. I don't think she knows why either, maybe. Our distancing started around the time that I bought this house, you know, after my closing. And it only got worse. And at first I thought it was me, you know, because I was really distant at that time. I was so busy. I wasn't even talking to my parents all that much. And I talked to them all the time. But the energy between my friend and I was just really bad whenever we talked, you know, and I was sick with COVID in January. So I was isolating a lot and not really feeling all that great because the move was stressful and adapting to a new environment without help because with COVID, nobody could really help me move uh, other than obviously the company that we hired. But um, it was tougher than I thought it would be. Things were also so backwarded and my house didn't feel like a home. I didn't have all the furniture that I needed and I didn't have an office and I had to work all the time. And I felt like I was staying in a stranger's place. As nice as this home is, it just didn't feel like mine. And I felt that I couldn't complain because, you know, it would be a first world problem. It's the curse of the blessed as I've spoken about before. So my friend was not there for me in the way that she had been there for me all those years that we were friends in the same, same way that I thought I was always there for her. And I definitely was in many ways there for her in times when nobody else seemed to be. And I probably wasn't there for her during this time either. And the whole thing was just a blur, you know? She would blame it on WhatsApp issues and... You know, that didn't make sense because the phone still works. And why couldn't she text or call, you know? And over the months that led up to the summer, I tried to reconnect. And she would seem receptive, only to then ghost again. You know, the interest would die very quickly. It would just be immediatist in the time that we were talking. And then it just would go away completely. And when we exchanged messages, they were very kind and reassuring and you know, things certainly weren't normal, you know, the energy still wasn't the same, but there was hope, you know, but the hope would just die with the blatant disinterest that followed. And I thought it could be many things, you know, she was going through hard times emotionally and financially, which I always tried to help her through. And I was in a polar opposite situation, you know, in the beginning of the year and, you know, during Christmas, New Year's season when I bought the house, In you know, in that sense. So I thought maybe she was having envy issues because you know she had had those before and it wouldn't be the first time that we would have to work through that. The good thing about her is that just like me she's very introspective and the last time that this came up for her she was honest about it and she faced that shadow and she overcame it beautifully. At the time I had just started this podcast so then I thought that I may have done something without noticing because I had been struggling with so many different things here and doing some passive aggressive social media posting. So maybe she thought it was about her uh, because so many people seem to and it wasn't about any of them. Uh, But now I think that for both of us, it just became a matter of neither of us, you know, being able to do any better at that point in time. And at this point in time, we're just both, spent. Because we're both empathetic, you know, well, empathetic people and healers. She is much more of a healer than I am. And we can't serve from an empty bowl. So like me, she was just caught up in sorting herself out and she didn't have room for anything else. And the love and care is still there for her, I feel, you know, as it is for me. And I think that we both miss each other, but we are energetically just not vibing in the same frequency she has a new relationship too which i can completely relate to and i am so happy that she is fulfilled in that regard because it's been a long time coming and she deserves happiness and love she's just playing out her universe world universal role i guess the the world of the universe set has for her and i'm playing out mine you know those are just the roles that we each have to play right now And at the end of the day, perhaps our roles were painful, you know, but they were powerful catalysts for each other. I have been a catalyst for several people this year, and they have also been a catalyst for me. Heart pain always leads to something more beautiful. I have decided to focus on why the universe did all of this for me, you know, not to me, but for me. Maybe the void that she's left behind was meant to be filled with something much better, something that will fill me up instead of constantly depleting me. I believe my void created room for her new relationship to blossom, and that's a good thing. Her void led me to amazing new friends and to overkindling with my high school best friend. I think we also both needed to see how powerful we are individually, what kind of boundaries we need to have in place as we move forward with our new lives ahead, And these were all actually suggestions from this new amazing friend that I was introduced to by my spiritual guru from Sedona. She brought me an angel. And uh, this person is just an amazing human being who I'm still getting to know slowly, even though it really does feel like we've known each other forever. Uh, Sometimes I feel like talking to her is like talking to myself. And uh, in fact, let me take this moment to thank Banya, my spiritual guru, for introducing me to Bridget. Bridget, I know I haven't known you all that long, but it has been incredibly enlightening to be your friend thus far. There are certainly times that I feel the pandemic was in and of itself the catalyst for this too, though, because... Maybe my old friend was holding on to some negative energy she associated with me based on our differing views on vaccinations. Because if you think about it, vaccinations uh, started happening in December, which is also the time that I closed on this house. And, you know, maybe it has had a greater impact on her than I imagined, especially since we were both very vocal about our positions and she handles things very differently than me when someone contradicts her views, because, you know, I'm a lawyer, so I was Basically, trained to listen to both sides and to debate and to argue. I can see, you know, the good and the bad for all aspects of things, and I can be objective. She's more of the type that won't say a thing, you know, and will just ghost retreating to her shell to guard her energy from all that she deems unfit. But I guess I'm telling you all of this very personal story you know and sharing this very personal never before shared part of my current heartache because tonight is Yom Kippur and tomorrow we fast in atonement this year I will be really atoning I want to take the time to reflect and to improve myself I want to find my truth I want to be objective and I want to seek forgiveness for my trespasses not only from God you know or from those who I trespassed against, but forgiveness from myself. Like I want myself, my my real true self to forgive me for not having always been the best version I could be. But the lesson though today, and obviously to tie into the title that I gave this episode, is this. We cannot let things accumulate. Every year... We atone, you know, us, who, the Jewish religion, and anyone who follows those traditions, because the more we carry within, the more it weighs us down and makes us sick. And here's an illustration of that. Fill up a glass of water just halfway. How heavy is it? Can you tell? What would you guess? Eight ounces, 12 ounces, I don't know. The absolute weight of the glass doesn't matter. It depends on how long you hold on to it. You know, how long you hold it up. Even if you don't fill it up anymore, just holding it up in the air will feel heavier with each passing moment. If you hold it for a minute, nothing happens. If you hold it for an hour, your arm will begin to ache. If you hold it all day long, your arm will feel numb and paralyzed. The weight of the glass of water hasn't changed. But the longer you hold on to it, the heavier it becomes. The stresses and the worries and the resentment of life are like the glass of water. If you think about them for a little while and feel them for a little while, there's no problem. If you think about them for a little bit longer, it begins to hurt. If you think about them all day long, you will feel paralyzed, incapable of doing anything. So always remember to put the glass down.